Starting and sustaining a business is hard. Whether you're just beginning or have been at it for a while and need a pick-me-up, you're about to get exactly what you need. Welcome to Go For It. Your host is Joe Hausman. Today, you'll hear stories from others on how to keep going and laugh while you learn. Here is your host, Joe Hausman. Hello and welcome to Go For It. This is Joe. Thank you so much for listening today and every week and every month and every year. I am so blessed by all of you and thank you for your text messages, your emails, your phone calls. And it is a pleasure to be able to bring these guest experts to you to be able to, so you can gain that valuable knowledge that you need to propel your life and your business forward, right? And today is no different. We're going to be talking about marketing, media, and money today with my awesome guest, Patty Farmer. And the reason I bring on these guests, again, is to help you grow your businesses and grow your life. And sometimes, just out of that whole conversation, you might just get one aha and everything can change for you. So if you get those, you know, definitely let me know. And I so appreciate everyone that does let me know. So again, thank you for that. Also, I'm your go for it business strategist, speaker, and best-selling author, helping you grow your business and life through the art of mentoring, coaching, and strategy, right? And also, if you're in need of a speaker for your next event, I would welcome the opportunity to give a proposal or speak to you about that. You can go to joehosman.com for more information. And also while you're there, there's a free download for you called The Power of a Positive Mindset. Just pop in your email and that download is all yours. So with no further ado, I want to bring on Patty Farmer, who is my special guest today and also a friend. We've been getting to know each other quite well over the last six, eight months. She is an award-winning marketing and media strategist, international speaker, and podcast host, magazine publisher, and event producer. Ooh, she is um, she's like a go-getter, let me tell you. And works with small business owners, entrepreneurs, and speakers to attract and convert their ideal clients so they can make a big impact uh, in the world and bigger deposits in their bank account. Woo, don't we love that? Patty believes we all have a message, and her mission is to help them master that marketing, their marketing, leverage the media, which is fantastic, and also monetize their business in a way that creates transformation for both them and their clients while designing a lifestyle they want to live. And her website is pattyfarmer.com for more information on her. Patty, welcome to my show. Go for it. I'm so excited to be here, Joe. So excited. Yay! I am so excited to... Patty and I chatted a little bit earlier today, and it was just the more we talk and the more we get to know each other, the more we have a lot in common. So it's really great to bring, but yet we're also very different. So it's great to bring on people who have a lot of your similarities, but also different too. I like the part where you say in your thing, in your bio, bigger deposits into their bank accounts. Don't we all want that? Isn't that kind of the end game if you own a business or even in your life? So, Patty, give us a little snippet of your life and how you got to be where you're at today and how you got to be working with clients and making that your passion. Sure. You know, it's really kind of funny that you can be going along in life and then something happens, right? We have these aha moments. We don't just wake up one day and say, oh, I think this is what I want to do and how I want to serve. But something happens, and there's no different for me. I was a mortgage broker, and, you know, I owned a mortgage company, and I thought that was really what I was going to do for the rest of my life, even though one of my favorite parts of it was really about the marketing piece. But then in 2008, we all know what happened, right, in the mortgage, 
industry. And at that same exact moment that that was happening, my husband came home one day and said, honey, we're going to be moving to Dallas. And I was like, what? And so there we went. I, luckily for me, we were able to sell the company first. We moved to Dallas, and that was where I had my aha moment. I stood in the house that day, I'll never forget it, and thought to myself, oh my gosh, here I am in Dallas-Fort Worth, biggest metroplex, and I don't know anybody. What am I going to do? And I was having a little bit of a pity party, Joe. I really was, right? And then all of a sudden I thought, Patty, put your big girl panties on because how blessed you are that here you are in this metroplex and you don't know anybody. And rather that be a negative, it really was a positive because, really, honestly, I'm in the people-to-people business. And so I thought to myself, you know what? And in that moment, I stood up and I went to my refrigerator and on a post-it note, I wrote 100,000. And when my husband came home, he said, what's this? And I said, I made a decision today that in one year, I'm going to be connected to 100,000 people, and I'm going to make $100,000 doing it. And my husband's like, I like that goal. I did it in nine months, but it was a major game changer for me and how I had to go from zero people to 100,000 people. And everything that happened in between there was really what changed my business and my life. Wow. I had no idea. I did not know that at all about you. But that really is a game changer. It was a game changer. And I think that sometimes things happen, you don't expect them to happen. And of course, we get blindsided, right? Life happens. And sometimes, you know, you have to take a little bit of time. Sometimes you just have to give yourself grace and just be able to say, okay, so what am I going to do now? Because I have to tell you, Joe, that same thing Like five years after that, the second pivotal thing that happened to me in my life was that I had a friend who said, oh, Cuddy, I want you to come speak at my event. Somebody wasn't able to come. Could you please fly down to Austin and speak? And I was like, nope. Like, I just really, I spoke all the time, but I didn't want to be a speaker, right? Mm -hmm. And so I didn't really want to do it. She asked me to do it. She was a good friend. She said, let's just talk about networking. You're, you do it all the time. You know how to do it really well. Just come and do that. So I did. I flew down. And on the way, listen to this, Joe, on the way to the event, she said, oh, by the way, Patty, I know I told you 30 minutes, but I really need you to speak for an hour. I was like, what? Oh. And she said, oh, and we're going to video it. I was like, you've got to be kidding. She said, <laughs> she said no. And, it, you know, she said, I just want you to know that these things are going to happen. You can do it, though, no problem. I got there. I was, like, so sick to my stomach. I didn't know what to do. And then she says to me right before, she says, oh, and by the way, Patty, you need to be funny. I'm like, what? Oh, my goodness. (laughs) No pressure, right? And so when it was my time, I go out there, and I'm watching everybody. They're kind of leaning in. I'm thinking, okay, I don't know how funny I'm being, but they don't seem to be going to sleep anyway. And when I got done, I literally just, you know, she said, well, Patty, like, you know, how can they connect with you? Like, what can they do with you? And I was like, oh, I guess they could come and talk to me. I'll, you know, I'll be over here. <laughs> I didn't know what I was doing, right? This was my first time on the stage. And in that moment, 37 people came over and handed me their credit card and said, I don't know what I got to do. I want to help you. 37 people. And I thought to myself, oh, my goodness, where can you speak for an hour and have that type of return. And I went home and said, oh, I'm going to become a speaker. And I made that decision, and I never looked back. And I have to tell you, that very first year, I made that decision. Now, remember, I'm in marketing, so I knew how to market myself. And I just decided that's what I was going to do. 
two weeks later, somebody said to me, oh, Patty, can you fly to London? Somebody got, you know, appendicitis. Could you talk about how to get beans from Lincoln? I'm like, sure I can. I got on a plane that night, wrote my speech on the plane, got there, and literally when I got to London, I was there like 16 hours. I got three more speaking engagements that were international. I became an international speaker in three weeks. Wow. <laughs> that, that is that is awesome. That is really awesome. But it's because I, I, you say yes, though, right? Like that's right. You know, you, know, you got to go for it, right? It's all about leaning in and saying yes. If I wouldn't have said yes both those times, I might have had a whole different life and a whole different business. But I have really, really learned that when opportunity comes, and for me, opportunity, like everybody always talks about, oh, I'm just looking for the best op. Well, for me, op stands for other people's people, right? And anytime you have the opportunity to be standing in front of other people's people, you need to lead in and say yes. I like it. Op means other people's people. Yeah. So what what do you do like when somebody goes, oh, I can't believe you're going to all these events and are you even getting any business out of it? Because, you know, a lot of people will be negative if you're going off and doing these events. So how does that, how does that pertain to getting in the right mindset of going to these events? That's a great question. So I think one of the things that's really important is the why. Like, why are you going to those events? I tell people all the time, too. It's kind of just like when somebody says, do you want to go have coffee? You shouldn't do that unless you have a reason either, right? Have you ever gone and had coffee with somebody and then two hours later thought, oh, there's two hours of my life I'll never get back, right? What is the why? So you should ask yourself those questions, whether you're going to have coffee or going to an event. You know, and some of the most important things are, like, what is the plan? How are you going to leverage it? It's all about leverage and what's your strategy. But if you're going to go to an event, are the right people going to be there? Like, who is there? Because, Joe, here's the thing that I find a lot is that people do spaghetti marketing, right? They just throw stuff against the wall, they hope it'll stick, and they don't have a plan. And they don't even know if they have the right tools, right? They just buy this, download this. This, they don't even know how they're going to execute it. They have no action strategy at all. And they do the same thing when they go to events, too. They're like, oh, should I go to this event? Oh, yeah, there's going to be a lot of people there and a lot of networking opportunities. And they think that the more people, the better it's going to be. i got to tell you, you can make a lot of money if there's 10 people in the room. You can make a lot of money if there's 100 people in the room. What matters are the right people in the room. So it's not really just about your target market. It's also about your target buyer. Mm -hmm. So a lot of times when you go to events, there could be six different speakers and they all speak about something different. They're not related in any way, which really means that only a pocket of those people may be your people. Instead, what I like to think about is I like to go to events, speak at events, whether I'm a sponsor or a host or a speaker or an attendee. I want to know who is in that room. What's the theme? What's the glue that holds all those people together that they have in common? And is that something that I need to know? Is it something I need to know? Are those people my people? And I think that is really, really important when you're thinking about getting an ROI on anything you do. And we talked about that one time you want buyers in the seats and not just butts in the seats. Absolutely. And that's, that was it so really powerful to me. That was an aha moment for me when we talked about that? I just think people don't really understand sometimes the difference because they hear about target market. But the reality really is your target market is somebody who has a problem and you have a solution. We look for that all the time, but that's only step one. Really, a target buyer is the person who has the problem, 
you have the solution, but they're actively looking for the solution. So when you think about that, how much would that change the conversation, right, if you knew they were actively looking for the solution? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. And a good event planner is going to know that. A good event planner is going to know who that target audience is and who, who who that audience is looking for, because they planned out the event. They've they're going and looking for speakers, and so that is that is such valuable information. When we talked about that before, it was just like ah, oh, like that was my aha moment, <laughs> because I've spoke at many events and haven't gotten a lot. Then I spoke to other events that were actually smaller and I've gotten a lot. So it just depending on, again, who your target audience is and what you're going to go in there. And I love that. What is your why? What, what is your why to go speak to this group? Is it just because you're just going to make a fee and you're going to go home or are you going to make a fee plus you're going to sell at the back of the room? Are you going to get the database? What is it that you're going to, what's your why for speaking there? And people don't always ask the right questions, too, right? Now, a lot mm-hmm. of times, like, one of the things that when I go to an event, one of the number one questions I like to ask people when you're having conversation, and remember, it's somebody else's event if you're attending an event, right? So even if you're a speaker, like, you really want to make sure that you, pro- you know, that you have the right etiquette, right? So you have the right mindset. So when I'm there and I'm talking to people, you know, a lot of times, like, oh, so, you know, what's your favorite part so far? Like, you know, what's the reason you came to this event? And, you know, what's your... You know, have you had any aha moments or what's your best takeaway? So when you start conversations with those type of things with other attendees, you kind of find out a lot about them. So one of the things that I always want to know now, remember, they paid money to come to this event too. Whether they drove or flew, whether staying in a hotel, they have spent money to be there as well. So one of the things I want to know is if you come to this, like where, what other events have you gone to? What mm-hmm. podcast do you listen to? Like, what else has really, really worked for you? So you can learn a lot from the people that you attend if you ask the right question. Right. It's always about engaging and asking those right questions. A lot of people go and just not really want to talk to people, but they'll answer questions if you ask them. And I'll be honest, when I fly on a plane, I had to learn this when I got into this business. I used to just kind of go and just read my book or do whatever on the plane and not I would talk a little bit, but not really. But now, I, if people are willing to engage in conversation with me, I'm engaging all the time. I'm trying to do whatever I can to keep them talking. And even if it's not about their business or their, but I like to know about their personal life. Hey, how, you know, how many kids do you have? What's this? What's that? And sometimes they'll discuss and sometimes they won't. So the same thing when you're talking about at an event, I love those questions. What's, what's your favorite part so far? Or what other, what other events do you like to go to? And then maybe you can also get into those events. Now, we have about two minutes until break. So I just wanted to throw that out there. And um, when we come back after break, I really do want to talk about more into the – we're talking a lot about marketing now, but also like your clientele and what you look for in clientele and those type of things. But for Patty's website, you can go to pattyfarmer.com. Uh, to get a hold of Patty. But one thing before break, Patty, I also wanted to ask you, when you put that $100,000 in a year and 100,000 people you would meet, did you have, you didn't have a plan in place. You just said, this is what you're going to do because you're in a city and you didn't know anybody in that city. Absolutely. Right, yeah. But here's so the when thing, I was, a lot of people, you know, a lot of people, they think B2B, B2C. Think P2P, yeah. people to people. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I love that people to people because so many people get wrapped up in the social media world and they kind of forget about the people to people and the networking events that because people really do want to do business with people that they know, like, and trust. 
And so if they know, like, and trust you, especially on a personal level, on a face-to-face level, they're going to, and that's why video is really important. And that's why I do a Facebook live before I come on this show is because people want to know you. They want to know who you are. So I love that to get into the, all of the networking part of it. So, and you still put, do you still go to attend networking events in Dallas? I absolutely do, but I, I attend the correct ones. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, ladies and gentlemen, if you have questions for the show, we'd love to have you call in and discuss with us because we love questions on the show. So you can call in at 1-866-472-5788, or you can, if you have my number, you can text me as well. But again, that number is one 866 472-5788. And ladies and gentlemen, we'll be right back after break. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. I've got a special offer just for listeners of Go For It. Visit joehosman.com today and get a 20% discount off of my most popular three-month coaching package. This is a $1,500 value. This discount coupon is available only on my website, joehosman.com, where you can also get information about other services like strategy sessions, my book, coaching, and training programs. Also support for the radio show and much more. Don't wait. Check out joehosman.com for the special offer today. If you are looking for a dynamic speaker for your organization or event, I would love to speak at your venue. Hi, I'm Joe Hosman, the host of Go For It on Voice America. My topics range from starting your own virtual assistant business to living a triumphant life. Right now, one of my most popular topics is from my Women Empowerment series about support for today's women-built businesses and women in leadership. Visit my website, joehosman.com, or call 605-941-7969 for more information. Again, that's joehosman.com or 605-941-7969. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to facebook.com forward slash voice America or search for the keywords voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to facebook.com forward slash voice America or search for voice America. are listening to go for it to reach joe hausman with a comment or question about the show please send an email to joe at joehausman.com that's j-o at joehausman.com now back to go for it welcome back to go for it this is joe with my fantastic guest patty farmer and we're talking today about marketing, media, and money because Patty really is the expert in all of those. And she started, oh, was it 25, 20, 25 years ago in this business? And she is a marketing and media strategist. And we've just been talking about her speaking career 
and how she became an international speaker. And ladies and gentlemen, sometimes we just have to step out and do what we need to do. And we shouldn't listen to what other people say. If your why is strong enough and you're within that right group within your um, genre of people you need to be in front of, then you definitely need to go for it, like we say. Now, Patty is also her own podcast host. And then she's a magazine publisher, which I'm a columnist in. But also, Patty, I want to talk to you today about also your small business owners and entrepreneurs that you help with their business. And what are some ways that you do help them with their business to kind of give my audience some ideas? Sure. So one of the things that I feel like I get contacts with a lot are people who are out there marketing and they're just not getting any traction, right? So they've been in business for, you know, say a year or so, and they're just like, you know what? I'm not monetizing my business like I feel like I should, but they're really, really busy. Like they're doing all these things. Right, And I love that the most because I love being able to come in and see that they've been doing what I like to call spaghetti marketing, throwing everything at the wall and seeing what's full, and they just don't have a plan. Not only do they not have a plan, but they don't even know if the tools they're using are the right tools. So I love being able to come in, look at what they've already done, right, and then you know, help them with a plan, what kind of action we need to take, who do they need to collaborate with. So one of the things I like to do is I help them to get booked. I help them know, you know, what social media platforms should you go on, what Facebook groups should you be in, who should you collaborate with, what kind of strategies should we be using, how should we leverage everything, because that's a lot of the things that people don't do, is they really don't understand how to leverage it. And the most important thing is how to monetize it. Because I think that's the biggest thing. A lot of times what will happen is people will come in, they'll get a little bit of success, right? And then they kind of stagnate, kind of like when you're on a diet sometimes, right? You know, you get that plateau where they'll hit right about like fifty or $60,000 and they're like, man, I just can't get to 100000 Or sometimes they're at eighty to 120 and they're like, how do I get to two fifty or 500000 And they just keep thinking if they keep doing the same things, they're going to get there. And the reality is, that's not really going to work. You have to be able to scale your business in order to sustain your business. And so what happens is they don't really think about how are they going to monetize their business. And I think it's a question that they need to ask up front and then every single thing that you do every single day should be moving you closer to that goal. Because I'm going to tell you, Joel, and you probably see this for your clients too, a lot of times people are busy right? But there's activity and there's productivity, right? And so you need to be doing five things every single day that are revenue-generating activities, right? Because a lot of times at the end of the week, they're like, oh, I had this really busy week. I did this and this and this and this. And I'm like, oh, great. How much money did you make? Oh, I didn't make any money. Well, where were you spending your time? So if it's not a revenue-generating activity, you need to limit what that activity is. Now, Joe, I am going to tell you sometimes I do things that just feed my soul and don't really make me money. That's totally okay, too, right? You didn't get in business just so that you could make money, right? A lot of times it's time freedom. But the thing is you need to be able to know that if you want to stay in business and you want to excel and meet those goals, you need to know how to monetize your business. And to be able to do that, you need to have a plan and you need to have a strategy and you need to know how to leverage. And that's why everything I do is not just marketing. It's marketing, leveraging the media and monetizing your business. Mm -hmm. 
perfect advice, perfect advice, because if you're not doing that um, strategizing, because trust me, I've done it too, and there are days that I don't really feel like doing a lot, but I have to do it. And every time I sit down to do something that's not, I say, is this making me money in my business today? Well, if the answer is no, then I turn that off, whatever I'm doing, and I go and I either write an article or I put something together for a future event or whatever the case may be, something that's going to be income producing because going on social media, unless you're actually promoting your business or doing something like that is not really income producing. So what are some different strategies that they can use that maybe if they do go on social media, what are some strategies they can use to be income producing? Oh, that's awesome. Because here's the thing. There's now money now and there's more money later. That's what I like to say. Now money now, more money later. So not every single activity you're going to do is going to result in money today, right? But it's going to result in money, but it is a revenue-generating activity. But you know and I know there's revenue and there's profit, and they're not the same thing. So you really have to keep your eye on the ball there and make sure that you're in revenue-generating activities because some of that will result in money by Friday, and some of it may not result in money for a month. You could be working on an event. It could be three months from now, but you need to be doing it. So some of the strategies I think people need to really work on is asking questions, right, asking the right questions so they know whether that activity is a good activity. I think an activity that people get caught up in a lot that is not a revenue-generating activity is really, and I come from networking, so I'm just going to say, is really going to have coffee with somebody, whether it's virtual or in person, before you should. Now, I'm all about coffee. Anybody who knows me knows I'm all about coffee. However, you do need to have a conversation first, and you really need to have some questions and you need to be qualifying there to make sure you're having coffee at the right time. Right, so that's really, really important to know. Because what I'm going to say is when you meet somebody new, that's a contact, right? But what gets you from contact to contact? The only, do, the only difference in those two words, contact and contract, is they are, and they are stands for relationships. So you need to be building relationships, and how you do it is really by asking better questions. So it really is as you and I are getting to know each other, we're learning more and more things about each other. And then you kind of start being, oh, there's some synergy here. Now, here's what I'm going to say, Joe. How many and times have you had somebody connect with you? And as soon as they connect with you, five seconds later, they send you a Facebook message and it says, oh, I really think we could have some synergy together. Let's jump on a call and have coffee and see how, you know, we could work together. The reality is they don't know enough about you. You don't know enough about them. Really, it sounds good, right? It's like, ooh, that sounds good. That sounds like it's revenue generating. I want to do a little bit more work first, do my due diligence, so to speak, and really find out a little bit more. So my get-to-know-you calls, seven minutes. I can ask three questions and then one more question, and I'll know everything I need to know about what the next step would be, and I could do it in seven minutes. Oh, wow, seven minutes. And I do I do want to just butt in here for just a second. You sound better now. Therefore, quite a, for just a couple minutes, you were pretty staticky, So, but you sound better now. So okay. I just wanted to let you know that. So whatever you're doing, stay right there. <laughs> the I'm joy of calling in, right? <laughs> okay. <laughs> but yes, yeah, so, so seven minutes to get to know you is perfect. And also the now money now and more money later. I love that too. Um, and I think we're going to have a caller too. Hang on. I just have to send in the text. But what, 
what kind of question, or maybe you don't want to ask the questions, or so getting to know somebody in seven minutes, what were some of the questions that you, or maybe even one of the questions you would ask? I can tell you there's three questions in a bonus, so really easy. So the first question I ask, instead of asking somebody, what do you do, which is kind of a standard question, right, that's all about them. I like to ask the question, who do you serve, because that's what I really want to know. Who are the people, right? Who do you serve? So that's the first question I always ask. And I think it changes the whole conversation because it puts the spotlight where it should be on the consumer. Mm-hmm. I love that question. So that's the first question. The second question that I always want to say to people is I would say it just like this. So I'd say, Joe, I know a lot of people. And if I was going to tell them about you, what would you want me to tell them? Because now they're not going to tell me all this fluff stuff. Now they're going to be like, oh. Now they're going to tell me the value they bring to the marketplace. So if you know who they serve and the value they bring to the marketplace, that's pretty good. And then the third question I ask people is, what differentiates you from everybody else that does what you do? So think about those three questions. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. So tell me number really three again. You. I was too busy writing the other one. <laughs> <laughs> so the third question is, what do you do that differentiates you from everybody else that does what you do? So think about it. If you know the value they bring, who they serve, and what makes them different, I can do that in five minutes. And then the last question is kind of the bonus, and I ask this question when we're in person. This is kind of an in-person question, and really this is the kind of important question for me if I'm at an in-person event. Really, I just ask them, what is your favorite social media platform? Where do you like to hang out? And here's the thing, and I know everybody can't see me, but picture your business card, and so... Your legend will probably be different than mine. So for me, my top right corner of my business card is LinkedIn. The bottom one is Twitter. Then it's Pinterest. And then it is Instagram. So those are my four corners. All I need to know is that. So when I say to somebody, so what is your favorite social media platform? Like, oh, I spend all day on Facebook. Or, oh, I love LinkedIn. I don't really care about any of the other ones. That's where I get my business. There is no reason to take those business cards home and connect with them on five different social media platforms. They just told you where they hang out. So think if you had all those cards and you just had a corner folded, all you need to know when you got home, your call to action is to connect with them on the place they just told you they hang out. So you know what makes them different. You know the value they bring to the marketplace. You know who they serve. And you know where they hang out. I get it in seven minutes. Changes everything. Love that. And, you know, you're actually, you're getting value from them as well. So Patty, we're having trouble hearing you again. I didn't say anything, but I couldn't hear you either. (laughs) Oh, that's interesting. Oh, okay. Yeah, that was weird. Okay. Well, hey, (laughs) this is the joy of live radio. (laughs) So it just goes to tell you, you can, you can build your business. Doesn't matter whether the you can hear radio shows, whether you can That's hear right. any of that stuff. doesn't matter. That's right. Keep moving on. You know, and the thing is, even with live radio or podcasts, and I know some people get really scared when they come on live radio, there's nothing to be scared about. I used to be always worried about if my dog was going to be barking. Well, you know what? They're just like the mascot to the show. And that's just kind of the joy of live radio. So who knows, you know, what's going to happen. But anyway, going on, because we still have quite a, quite a bit of uh, time before break, but so when you get a new person in or they come to you and you're, so you've maybe, maybe they've been following you on the social media channels and you've done your seven minutes. 
Do you usually work with them for three months, six months, a year? Do you have different programs that you work with them? I do. So for me, I won't work with anybody for less than four months. That's pretty much my starter package. Mm -hmm. It's four months because I know that the first month is when I'm going to do a lot of the heavy lifting. And then it usually takes about three months for them to really get at the financial place that they want to get at that I know that I did what I said I was going to do, right? So I don't ever shortcut myself. Sometimes people like to do that. But then the bottom line is you need to make sure that you give yourself time to do what you said you were going to do. Because people don't hire you for what you've done. People hire you for the results that they are going to get because they hired you. So it's always really important to know that. So four months is my minimum. I really like six months. That's kind of my sweet spot really there. And I will work with people for a year depending upon what the program is. Like my speaker program, when I help speakers to get booked and do all their marketing and help them with the media, that can be up to a year. So it really kind of all depends on them, really. Okay. And um, Patty, we have Linda on the line with us today. So Linda, welcome to the show. Go for it. Well, hi, Patty. Hi, Joe. How are you? I'm doing well, thank you. Well, welcome, Um, and yeah, this is Patty Farmer, and this is Linda. Thank you for calling in. Yeah, thank you for calling in, Linda. Oh, you're welcome. Well, you're welcome. Uh, We have something in common, your last name and my occupation. Farmer? You're you're a farmer? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yep. I love that. (laughs) I mean, we both do the same thing, we plant seeds. I plant seeds when yeah, I build relationships. You, you plant do. seeds I don't, when you... You know, I just dig up the dirt. <laughs> That's not so good. <laughs> but you're you're really good at planting, uh, though, actually, Linda, because you do the plants. Yeah. Oh, do you? Okay. Well, anyway, it's a teamwork thing. You know, you do it together and you get the seed and the dirt ready. And, and, and it's, it's a team. That's kind of like a business uh, for us, too. Uh, but anyway, I, I just have a question for you. But first of all, I want to, I appreciate your zest and your stamina for, I don't know, you just have a real drive, it sounds to me. I don't even know you. And I want to compliment you on the columnist that you chose of late. Uh, she's going to do a really good job for you. Um, but I do have a question. And, okay, you know, when you're dealing with people, how do you gain their trust? That's oh, I love question. that question. Yeah, that's a great I question. I really do. Yes, it is. I think that for me, for me to be all in, I need them to be all in. Otherwise, I won't even take them on as a client, right? So I think how you yeah. build trust with people when they're hiring you in the very beginning is when you do what you say you're going to do, right? And you can back up yep. everything mm-hmm. you say. You know, so I think that is really, really important for people. And a lot of times people will say, if they come to me cold, like maybe they hear me somewhere and they're like, oh, is there somebody I can talk to? I mean, I am an open book. They can talk to some of my other clients if they want to, if that's what they need. But the reality really is for me, I really want to make sure that they're all in because I know I'm going to be all in. And I think that's really important to work with the right people. It can be Mm -hmm. really tough to work with people that aren't your right clients. And so that is very important for me to make sure that I take the time. And a lot of times people just want to make money and they're like, oh, yeah, somebody will give you money. They'll take it. I have turned down people, you know, several times if I didn't think it was the right fit. So really, a first impression really pays off. So you, you got to have your ducks in before you really um, approach them. Would that be and right? I think you have to ask the right questions. 
right? You know, really, it always comes back to the right questions. You get the best answers when you ask better questions. Yeah, yeah. And, you you know, you know you're going to be upfront and honest, but, you know, there's so many people, there's just a lot of, oh, what's the word? Untrust, I'll I'll call it. And you... um, want to steer away from that. And so that was my question, just how to gain their trust. So I appreciate your answer on that. And how do you, this is, do I I have time for another question? Um, We have only about a minute until break, but we can certainly ask it after break. Okay. How about that? um, Let's go for that. What was that? Oh, let's go for it. You want me to ask it now? Go for that. Okay. Well, listen, how do you handle negativity just say they don't trust you how do you handle negativity say they come with a negative answer about your business and what you're trying to sell i wouldn't take them on as a client no there's i have a very abundant um very abundant mindset if i feel like they're not going to trust me i run that is not the client for me for sure yeah well that is true that's so true now that you say that uh, you don't need them kind of people. Nope. Linda, those are great okay. questions. Well, those are you. really thought-provoking, awesome questions. They really, really, truly are. Well, thank you. Well, yeah. it just popped in my head, and I thought, you know, it's anyway, I'll let you go to break, and I will. Uh, it was good talking to you both, and you oh, have a great you. day. Thanks, Linda. Thank you. Man, those are, those were great questions. I Powerful. So, ladies and gentlemen, we'll be right back after break, but if you'd like to go to Patty's website, you can go to www, or you don't even have to do the www anymore. <laughs> Just go to pattyfarmer.com, and ladies and gentlemen, we'll be right back after break. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network wherever you go. In addition to listening live, you can check out information about your favorite talk show hosts, discover new talk show personalities, add shows to your list of favorites, and listen to all of our show archives on demand. All from your iOS, Amazon Kindle, or Android device. Download it from the Apple App Store, Amazon, or Google Play, and get ready to tune in. The Voice America mobile app, powered by Aircast. I've got a special offer just for listeners of Go For It. Visit joehosman.com today and get a 20% discount off of my most popular three-month coaching package. This is a $1,500 value. This discount coupon is available only on my website, joehosman.com, where you can also get information about other services like strategy sessions, my book, coaching, and training programs. Also support for the radio show and much more. Don't wait. Check out joehosman.com for the special offer today. 
If you are looking for a dynamic speaker for your organization or event, I would love to speak at your venue. Hi, I'm Joe Hosman, the host of Go For It on Voice America. My topics range from starting your own virtual assistant business to living a triumphant life. Right now, one of my most popular topics is from my Women Empowerment series about support for today's women-built businesses and women in leadership. Visit my website, johosman.com, or call 605-941-7969 for more information. Again, that's johosman.com or 605-941-7969. Find out what's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network by keeping up with us on Twitter. You can find us at Voice America TRN. You are listening to Go For It. To reach Joe Hausman with a comment or question about the show, please send an email to joe at joehausman.com. That's J-O at joehausman.com. Now, back to Go For It. Hello, this is Joe, and welcome back to Go For It uh, with my wonderful guest, Patty Farmer. And then also, we had a wonderful caller call in, Linda. It was just really, really thought-provoking. And how do you handle negative people? And that was just... That was a good question. And then her other one as well. So, but now I want to talk about, so Patty has a magazine and I was, I'm honored to be able to write in that magazine. And to be honest with you, even though I have a best selling book, it was, it's been hard for me to write ever since that book. And when Patty asked me to be a columnist in her magazine, I thought, you know what, that's exactly what I have to do to get myself out. Plus, plus she was good about giving me a deadline little bit about Joe. Joe needs deadlines. So it was really good and kind of got my thought processes working again. So Patty, when you talk about your magazine, and I'm going to let you shout out the name and how to get a hold of it and everything, but what got you thinking about doing a magazine and getting all of that out? Because, you know, paper magazines maybe aren't quite as popular, or maybe they are, I don't know, but the online magazines are popular. So what got you thinking about doing an online magazine? So I'm going to be really authentic here and tell you that I wanted to do the magazine for like a year before I actually did it. My team was like, no, 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 we don't have the bandwidth quite yet, right? You know, and because I'm all about making sure that, you know, everything has the right buzz, we have the right strategy. So I waited a little bit. We actually did the marketing, media, and money live event twice before we did the magazine. So like some people would think that the event would come after. But for me, it became first. Then when I decided to do the magazine, there were two reasons why. The first reason was because I don't like to blog. I know everybody's talking about blogging and we should blog, but the reality really is that I'm a speaker, and while I have five books, I really didn't want to blog. And I finally just gave myself grace and said, you know what? I can put out information in a different way. And I've always believed that you don't have to do it all yourself. So I'm like, you know what? I always think about other people's people, and I'm going to just invite people to come and write for my magazine. So I didn't do the columnist thing to this year. We've had the magazine for two years. We just hit 78,000 subscribers, which is super exciting. And the magazine doesn't cost anything. I wanted it to be a resource for people. But the other thing that was so important to me was I think a lot of times when people come to me, they will sit there and tell me they're doing this or they're doing that, and it's super old information, right? It's information that 
you know, was really hot 10 years ago or five years ago or two years ago. And I think what's really important is it doesn't matter what was working then. What matters is what's working now. So I decided to do the magazine, and I was going to invite people to write for the magazine that were going to be willing to share their brilliance and to be able to share their proven secrets, right, behind-the-scenes stuff of what is really working in their business now. I think that's really important. I thought that would be a great resource for people. I wouldn't have to do it all by myself. I could invite people to that really were showing up and disrupting the marketplace now that I thought was really important. And so, you know, that's why I asked you to come and be a columnist for the magazine because I knew that you would be able to share great information with my audience on what they could implement in their business now. And that was very, very important to me. And then I decided to do the podcast. So people are like, what? You didn't do the podcast first? Nope. I knew I wanted to do the podcast after we hit 75,000 subscribers. And then we did the podcast. So now we have all three, the magazine, the podcast, live events, and there's probably a few other things that are going to be coming down the pike pretty soon. But for me, it was all of those things, and there was a reason why it went in that order. Well, and that was such a, like I said, that was such a good thing for me because I was stuck. Like like I said, I've written a book. Actually, I've written two or three books, but I was stuck. I, I could not, like get out of my funk <laughs> and people are going and same thing. I tried to blog on my website. I couldn't, I didn't keep up with it. I didn't like blogging. I didn't, I didn't know what to talk about. Well, getting an article in a magazine is, was a game changer for me just because it made me start thinking. It made me start thinking about different things that will help other people. And I love that the people that you brought in as columnists, because we all have specialties in different areas and we're all able to help your, your um, subscribers in whatever way that they're looking for. And so what a gift you're giving to your 75,000 plus subscribers. And then anybody else on the show that's, you know, goes on and subscribes to it as well. I actually put it in my newsletter this last week, uh, hoping that you can get more subscribers from that as well. But the magazine is really, really, um, I think people like it when they get it in their inbox because then they can just read it right on their phone. They can read it right on their, um, you know, devices, whatever they they have. And, to me, it's easier than picking up a paper one. So kudos to you and kudos for you thinking outside the box to do that, Meg, because I don't really know. I maybe know one other person that does a magazine, and that's it. I agree. I think that, thank you so much. I think it's really important to not put all your eggs in one basket. Mm-hmm. It's really kind of about communication. Some people like to text. Some people like email, right? Some people like social media. There's a lot of different ways that you communicate. And so for me, it was making sure that we covered our bases and that we came up with a way that we can communicate with so many people in the way that they like to receive that information, right? Some people like to read blogs. Some people like to listen to podcasts. So everybody likes to take in their information in a different way. Plus, I wanted to be everywhere. (laughs) That's important for my brand was that for people to be like, oh, you're everywhere, And we did that with a strategy and how to leverage it. And I think that was really important. And that's what we're doing now, working with our columnists as well, is teaching them how to leverage being a columnist in the magazine. How do we leverage that so that it works for you guys too? Because it's not just about my magazine. Really, it's about you and your audience and how you serve them. And if we can just play a small part in that and helping you to spread the word so that you reach your clients, then that's what I want to do. 
Well, and that, again, very crucial for me because it it stepped me outside of my comfort zone a little bit more because I haven't written in, um, uh, you know, three, four years, three years, I think. I I mean, I've written some blog posts, but that's about it. So it really got me outside my comfort zone again, which was really good for me because people are wondering like when my next book is coming out. I'm like, I don't know. Don't ask. (laughs) I don't even have one in the works yet. But it's, it's, we have, I, for me, I have to listen to other people. So when you come in and you help us also be able to um, publicize it and all the things that you do for us columnists, I truly, truly appreciate it. And I appreciate Thank all you. the hands-on work that you do for us. Thank you. You know, I think that when you're deciding what you're going to do, no matter what it is, I always look at everything collaboratively, right? I think there was a time in my younger days, right, where I used to think, oh, everything I do, I think a lot of, I think a lot of entrepreneurs think this too. They think every single thing I do needs to have my name on it, needs to be my thing, right? But here's what I want to say. If it takes a village to raise a child, it takes a tribe to build a business. Build your tribe, right? And I think that's important. You don't have to do it by yourself. So everything for me is really about who can I collaborate with? How can I get something to the marketplace faster? And here's a perfect example. We are talking about how I don't really like to blog or write. I don't really like writing copy. It's very hard for me. It's you can't be good at everything. So work in your brilliance and hire other people to work in theirs. But I learned early on that if I was going to do a project, the very first question I asked myself, what are the things that I don't think that I'm very good at that I'm not really bringing to the table? And who do I know that is good at that that I could collaborate with and we could get it to market faster? So you don't have to do everything by yourself. And I think a perfect example of this is just last week when I was talking to the columnist and I said, there's 15 articles in the magazine. There's five different social media platforms that we are promoting it on. And so just being able to tell everybody, don't just promote yourself, promote the other 14 people that are in the magazine too, because all roads lead back to the same magazine. But this way you're talking about them. Think of them as collaborative partners too, and talk about them and they're talking about you. So really this is, what I like to call marketing math, right? You know, so you have 15 articles times five social media platforms times 10 columns. That's 750 more times your name is getting out there without you just having to get on social media and saying, read my article in the magazine. Yeah, because after a while, people get tired of hearing that. So if you're able to bring great content from the other columnists or to to your social media platform, people are going to start paying attention that, oh, she does like to promote other people and she does like to, because that's how I am. I, I'd rather promote everybody else except for myself. <laughs> I, I'm really good about doing that. Like that. Yeah. And so I'd rather do that than promote myself. It's hard, ironically enough, it's hard for me to promote myself. And lots of people tell you that. And it's, that's probably one of the hardest parts for me. So I appreciate it that you're asking the other columnists to do that because then it's, it's easy for me to go and promote them. Now, we only have about four minutes until the end of the show. So what I ask all my guests, Patty, is if you have any last parting words, and I don't know how anybody wouldn't have learned anything from today, especially with those thought-provoking questions that Linda asked, but what are some last parting words you could leave my worldwide audience today? Well, I guess the first thing I would say is go grab that magazine. But other than that, I would say that the thing that I would tell them the most would be to lead with contribution and just know that compensation will follow. 
So that's how I built my business from day one, and I believe it's really the best strategy you can use. And I'm sorry, say that again because I didn't hear it quite right. So lead with contribution and compensation will follow. Oh, there you go. I love it. And where can people, I'm going to have you shout out your website and where can people find you? And if there's anything else you'd like to, um, uh, you know, your website or anything else like that. Thank you so much. So go grab your free lifetime subscription to the magazine at marketingmediamoney.com. No, and marketingmediamoney.com. Grab that right now. You can have a lifetime subscription to it. It only comes out quarterly, so you don't have to worry about this blowing up your inbox. But we would love to have you. We'd love to help you. So thank you so much. And if you want to reach out to me, you can go to pattyfarmer.com and you find out everywhere I can be connected there. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, again, for that magazine, it's marketingmediamoney.com. And then, yeah, great, great, great articles within that. There are so many columnists and such great information. Definitely go and download that and save that to your desktop or wherever you save them to so you can read it all the time and refer back to it. Patty, thank you so much for being on my show. Go for it today. I have so appreciated you and all the wisdom that you gave to my worldwide audience. It has been my pleasure. Thank you so much for having me so much, Joe. So everybody go out there and go for it. So That's so right. And I will talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Yes, thank you. So to reach your full potential, becoming bigger, better, bolder, and stronger with each and every day, you can also check out my website, joehosman.com, for your free 15-minute go-for-it discovery strategy session. Oh, and you know what? It's not 15 minutes anymore. It's 30, just because I like to get to know you. Always remember, you are stronger than what you give yourself credit for. So go out and be great today. Be great always. And along the way, show some kindness and love wherever you go. Be a blessing to others. And have a great week. God bless. And we'll see you here next week for another exciting show. Thank you for listening to Go For It. Be sure to come back next Thursday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time and 1 p.m. Eastern Time for another edition with your host, Joe Hausman, on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have a great day and an even better week.